So creating an offer that sells super easily. This is what I want to talk to you today about because as someone who is likely the heart, soul and face of your business, aka your business and what you offer, what you sell is ultimately based around your skills, your experience, your expertise or something that you are bringing to the table and it's you that has to somewhat show up and sell it, you're the face of it in whatever way that actually plays out. When that's the case, creating offers, packaging up your services and your skills comes with an extra layer of nuance, I suppose, which can make it a little bit more complicated to actually create an incredible offer that is really easy for people to say yes to because we have our own filter through which we see the world, through which we see the way that we do things through which we see ourselves and what we are actually bringing to the table. So I wanna get into it with you today because I want to offer you some structure, some thoughts, a process for actually approaching the idea of offer craft or offer creation to just make it that little bit easier and give you some guidance on things that you can consider to again, make it easier, more straightforward, less mind drama, and get you closer to actually putting that offer out there. And also the reason I want to do this is that I actually want to save you the trouble of coming up with something, creating a whole website page for it, starting to create Instagram content, putting it out there and putting all this effort in actually into actually building it before you really reasoned out whether it's gonna sell or not, whether it's something that people will actually respond to, because that's something I actually see happen time and time again. People might spend weeks or months developing a course or developing a service and all the materials that go with it, but when it comes to time to sell, they have absolutely no idea how they are going to do that. So what I'm talking to you today more specifically around is how we can actually package up the thing that we do and present it in a way that makes it an easy yes for people. This is the Business of Being You, hosted by me, Becky Lloyd-Pack. The purpose of this podcast is to help you navigate the blurred lines and mind drama caused by the fact that what you sell is ultimately an expression of you. Let's get into the episode. The full Disclosure, there's going to be a couple of episodes that I'm going to record on this. And the reason for that is I'm going to give you a bit of a framework. Today, I'm going to go over the overview of that and all the different aspects of it. But I'm going to give you a framework to methodically kind of go through and reason out each aspect of this offer packaging. And with each different aspect, there is like a whole deep dive that we can do to bring you clarity around it. Because I could just say, you know, you need to go figure out this thing, right? Go do that. But usually there's like 10 or more questions that you have around that topic. And if I try to do everything in one episode, it's gonna turn into just some like mama thing, which is gonna be overwhelming and not helpful for anybody because we are all about ease here. We are all about getting things done in the simplest, most straightforward way possible. So today I'm going to be giving you an overview so that you can start to actually keep your eye out for these things, start to consider each of these different aspects and where you might need to do a little bit more research or a little bit more digging into your audience, your business or whatever aspect um, that feels the most sticky for you. This is really just going to help you, yeah, actually start 
to approach it with a little bit more consideration. My intention is to eventually have a little workbook for you that you can methodically apply and work through each of the things that I'm talking about today. And depending on when you're actually listening, watching this episode, that might be available. So do check the show notes because as soon as it's ready, I will update show notes for all the episodes uh, and let you know that it's there to really just support you in taking action because action is my love language. However, if we are not at that date, if you're listening to this very close to the actual release date of it, um, make sure that you are subscribed wherever you're listening, because as soon as uh, that workbook is available, I will be doing a little announcement and letting you know it's there. So you can actually take all of the juicy goodness that I'm sharing with you in this episode and the future episode episodes that are focused on offer creation and start to apply it and start to, you know, actually get into the nitty gritty of it um, using that workbook. And I will also say that if you listen to these and you're like, yes, I totally get what you're saying. This all makes perfect sense, Becky. Can you help me with this? I don't want to do this on my own. Like, I know I could, but can we just do this together and just, you know, really chew over how I can create this incredible offer in collaboration? We absolutely can. That's what the Offer Studio is all about, which is my one-to-one collaboration service. So yeah, again, check out the show notes wherever you are consuming this content. If you're like, let's just skip to the bit while we're actually doing this together. If that's what you want, check out the Offer Studio. But with no further ado, let's get into this episode. Let's get into the meat of creating an offer that is easy for you to sell and easy for your ideal people to say yes to. What we're really talking about is how we package up what you do, how we take whatever service, skill, expertise, experience, or whatever it is, the way that you are trying to serve people. What we're really looking at is how do we package that up so that people can say yes to it. Now, the reason that I really want to focus on the messaging more so than the actual like nuts and bolts of what's involved is because I hand on heart believe that more of us would benefit from actually understanding what we're trying to sell in depth, in detail, before we go to all the effort of actually creating it. I've seen it so many times and it breaks my heart. And I've done it before, early days of my business, don't get me wrong, I did this as well, where people would spend, and I would spend months, weeks and months, like so much time creating this incredible service and creating all of the different resources for it. I've seen people and I know, I actually know some people now who are doing this and I have to bite my tongue um, because I don't want to insert myself with unsolicited advice. But given that you've chosen to listen to this, I'm just going to share it here. It breaks my heart to see people pouring all this effort and energy into creating these courses when they are not yet clear on how they're going to sell it. Because the point and the purpose of figuring out how you're gonna sell it is how you're gonna make it relevant to people. And if you don't know that, if you've started to create something and you don't quite yet know how you're going to sell it to people, then unfortunately what you might be doing is completely missing the point. It might be that 
although you have incredible information that you can give to people, you have all this wonderful, fantastic knowledge and experience, because it's grounded in your reality and not other people's reality necessary, necessarily, there is a chance that it's just going to fall on deaf ears because you are approaching it from your narrow perspective. And while I 100% believe we should be getting specific, our perspective is valuable, absolutely, it is our responsibility to make it easy for our audience to understand why that is relevant to them. Like, if you think about it, if somebody just said, I've downloaded the contents of my brain into this course, oh my God, you should get it. Your instant response is going to be like, well, why? What's in it for me? And so if you don't actually know specifically, tangibly, why somebody should do it, tangibly what they're going to walk away with, then actually when you're creating this course, like I said, there's a chance you're going to be putting all this effort and energy into something that other people don't necessarily want versus understanding first what you're passionate about and also what somebody wants and being able to bridge the gap, not only in the offer selling process, but also in the specific deliverables, making it really easy for somebody to actually achieve that end result because everything has a really clear focus. So I just want to put that out there that, yeah, if you if you are in the middle of creating a course or a service or something like that right now, and you don't yet know how you're going to sell it, I lovingly, with so much love and compassion, invite you to pause on the creation and spend a little bit of time first figuring out how you're going to sell it. How, what is this, what problem is this actually specifically, tangibly solving for people? And why should they be buying whatever it is that you're selling from you versus someone else? Because that knowledge is going to add nuance and context to what you actually deliver. So I just want to put that there (laughs) as an invitation to hopefully save some of you some creative heartache, even though I know that it might be more comfortable in creation mode than it is in sales mode. Uh, As a business owner, we do need to make sure we're being conscious of how we intend to make it easy for people to buy. So with all that being said, I'm now going to take you through each of the different steps to actually constructing your offer. Now, in my um, programs, whatever, in my services, I refer to this as your message matrix. And in this specific context, it's your offer message matrix, which is basically a fancy way of saying a table that summarizes all the key points about why somebody should buy your offer. Uh, So don't get overwhelmed by the wording necessarily. It's just a a fancy way of saying a table, but it sounds fancier and I quite like saying, you know, an offer message matrix. So we're just going to go with that and stick with it for now. Alrighty, so the first thing that you want to consider when you are creating an offer or thinking about designing an offer that is easy for people to say yes to is who is the intended audience. Now I know that might sound like a big old vague thing like yeah I know I need to know who my ideal client avatar is or whatever you know we've all heard those exercises and seen it everywhere I'm like yeah okay bored of filling out those forms now but it's actually super important and I will of course be doing a full deep dive onto this because it is a um a meteor topic and I think a lot of people actually approach it the wrong way 
and make it either seem oversimplified or overcomplicated, depending on which way you like to approach it. But with the intended audience, what I want you to think about is with this specific offer. So you might have multiple offers in your um, business, whatever you're doing. So really when it comes to thinking about uh, the intended audience in this in, in this context, we want to be thinking, who is the person that this offer would be absolutely perfect for? Who is the person that would see this offer, that would hear about it, that would receive this service and be like, yes, I'm going to get so many results from working with you. They are, they are in the exact right position. They are going to benefit. They are going to get it. They're going to understand the value. It's not going to be a case of you having to convince them of anything. It's going to be a case of them discovering it, hearing about it and going, oh my God, yeah, this is exactly what I need. We want to get clear on who that person is in very specific details in the areas that matter. So what I mean by this is we don't need to get obsessive about things like, you know, how old are they? Where do they live? If that information is not relevant to the thing you're selling. Like for me, I couldn't care how old people are when they work with me. It really makes no difference. I also am actually, despite the fact that I mostly attract women, I happily will work with men. So I've stripped out a lot of the like women only talk or I've tried to wherever because actually gender really isn't important to me. Things like somebody's values, somebody's ability to take action, somebody's ability to be self-led and be confident and actually take the work we do together and bring it to life and you know seek, ask, ask questions that are thoughtful and insightful that's the stuff that's important to me. Not things like, even to be honest, what's their job title? Yes, I do work with people. I'm very specific in that it's people that represent themselves. So they are the heart, soul and face of their business in that context. Uh, it's not just like a big faceless brand. I'm clear about that. But whether you are an OBM or a coach, that is actually not important to me. So I'm not going to obsess over that. So with defining your intended audience, just get really clear on what are the things that are important about who this offer is for. Now, more detail about this person is going to come when we start to explore things like what's the problem they're dealing with? What's the desire that they have? But in this kind of first instance, we just want to get clear on who is that individual? What are, what does their life look like? What are the values they hold? What's the way that they think and see the world? That's what we want to be really clear on. And I probably will do an episode about market research and how to do that because it is super important. I highly recommend it. I think it's a step that a lot of us want to skip because we feel a little bit um, nervous potentially about interviewing people or we feel like we don't know how to get people on market research calls or people will say no to us and whatever. But there are ways that we can be smart about it. Um, but there is a copywriter uh, and she's like Ashlyn writes, I think, on the internet. She's great in terms of copywriting stuff and the knowledge she provides there. But one of the things she said, which really resonated with me, is the best copy lives in your audience's head, not yours. And so I totally believe that. 
And even when it comes to offer creation, the best information about what your audience wants and who they are and how they see their world is in their head. It's not yours. And so it's really, really important that we we do make an effort to actually connect with them and not just make assumptions because we make assumptions from our own experience. We have certain biases about the way we see the world. We have certain beliefs about the way things are. And usually because you are an expert in whatever you do, at least compared to the person that you're gonna be helping with that thing, because you're an expert, you will have blind spots. You will have uh, things that you assume everybody knows. You will have certain ways of working that you assume everybody likes to work in that way. Whereas a lot of the time, particularly with service providers, so particularly with people like OBM, social media managers, VAs, the skills that you have are things that your audience is potentially missing. And so there is gonna be a bit of a disconnect for you in, in being able to assume how they see the world. And so it's really, really important to actually ground that in real life. And I recommend doing that through market research. Now, once you're clear on who your intended audience is, who your ideal client is, what you then wanna get clear on is what is it that they actually desire? Now, this desire might be to achieve something or it might be to overcome something that they are experiencing right now. Now, what I recommend when it comes to creating an offer that is easy for people to say yes to is to pick one specific desire. So one specific thing that they are trying to achieve or one specific thing that they are trying to overcome, something that they are struggling with. You really wanna figure out what is that one thing. Now it can be, fairly broad. So it might be that the one thing they're really struggling with is body confidence. It's the way that they feel about their body. That might be the one thing. The one thing might be, again, I'm sort of approaching this with the idea that you maybe you're a coach or something. That one thing might be, it's the way that I taught myself. Or that one thing might be social anxiety. Or if you are a service provider, say you're an OBM, the one thing they desire maybe, it's a successful launch. They have a new thing that they're launching and they really want it to go successful. Or maybe it is client onboarding. They're just overwhelmed with so many different tasks right now. And the thing they desire is more time for themselves, but specifically in the area of their conscious, that all their time right now is being spent managing emails, sending invoices, going back and forth on things. And actually that's, they know that is a problem in their life right now. So even though that larger desire might be, I want more time for myself. If you're developing an offer that you want people to be able to say an easy yes to, I really recommend that you get as specific as you can in terms of what that actually means. So instead of this, they want more time, what does that mean? Is it that they know that the reason they don't have time is because all of it's being taken in a certain place? Like there's so much nuance here and I will go into this on a future episode, but as much as possible, try and pick one specific desire that they have or one specific problem that they desire to overcome one thing. Now there is layers to that. So it's actually picking the tangible desire, the emotional desire and the root desire. 
But again, I just want to keep it sort of as an overview for this episode. And we'll go into it much more on future ones, just so that we're not here for freaking hours. I want to give you this overview, the seeds to start considering and thinking about. Which leads me on to the next point, which is really about once we know what people desire, we have to understand what are the problems that are getting in the way. So why haven't they achieved that yet? They have this desire for more time, more money, I want to love myself, blah, blah, blah. Why hasn't that happened? Because your ideal clients will not have achieved it. That's why they want to work with you. They won't have been able to overcome this thing on their own in whatever way. Not yet anyway. That's why they're going to buy. Somebody that doesn't have a problem in terms of achieving it isn't your ideal client because they'll just do it on their own. So what we need to understand is what's the problem that's getting in the way? Now you might be like, look, there's 20 different problems that are getting in the way of my audience achieving that desire. Again, I want you to pick one and focus your messaging around that. Why? Because it's simpler for people to understand. So what we want to do is look for the one problem that is most obviously connected to what you are able to solve for people. So in my instance, it's super easy to use me as an example because I am me. I can make up stuff, but just for that, you know, following it through or whatever, the office studio, the one problem that I'm choosing to use as my main hook is that it's really hard to do this stuff on your own sometimes. Like the person who is perfect for the office studio, they have this desire to get more money, to have an offer that is easy for people to say yes to. The problem there is experience the problem they're experiencing is that they're getting in their own damn way because they can't see themselves clearly. So even if they had all the information in the world, it's still not going to help because what they actually truly need, which I'm kind of giving away the rest of the uh, the offer matrix here in terms of the process to take people on, what they actually need is a second set of eyes from somebody who gets it, from somebody who knows what to do to take all that mind drama away. So when we're thinking about what this problem is that's getting in the way, we want to be trying to identify what the most um, helpful problem is for us personally to focus in on, because that is going to then set us up perfectly to move into the next section, which is what our master plan is in terms of why we are able to help them overcome the problem that they're having. So that is the next part of it. What's our master plan? Now, I have actually just skipped ahead briefly, so I will just quickly insert these. and it's because I'm getting all excited, but I hope you can catch on. And like I say, make sure you're subscribed because when you get the workbook, you'll be able to see this like way more clearly than me just verbalizing it to you. But actually what we want to make sure we're clear on is what their problem is, how that's manifesting in their life. So what, what are the specific ways somebody actually experiencing this problem? How does that look tangibly? How are they experiencing it? Also, what are the other things that they've tried that haven't worked? So I, so again, let's just use me as an example. With the Office Studio, they've tried to craft offers on their own. They've been through workbooks like the one that I'm going to provide you guys with. They've done all of that stuff. They've done it on their own, but they've not yet been able to solve it because they've not got enough distance. They've not had uh, somebody be able to reflect back to them what truly is special about what they do. 
potentially. So just a recap on the stages so far so that you can kind of see how this is all coming together is getting clear on who our intended audience are, what their desire is, the problem that is getting in the way, how that manifests in their life, so how that actually shows up for them and their unique personality style and, and their unique lifestyle, what they've tried to actually solve it, why that's not worked, and why our offer, what our master plan is, and why that will work. So where what we are offering is different to what else they've tried, because that illuminates for people that there is a different path. There is something that it's like, oh yeah, of course, I understand, right? Because what we've done there, when we follow that pattern, is we basically met somebody exactly where they are in their experience, and then guided them on a path and shown them lovingly, clearly, simply about why our offer is actually going to help them overcome that in ways that other things haven't necessarily worked before. This is when it starts to become a lot easier for people to understand why what we do is relevant for them because we've told them. We've literally acknowledged it. Any of those questions about like, yeah, but I've tried to fix this before, we've we've met them straight up, like we've met them head on. It's beautiful in its simplicity, right? And that's why I believe it works because it is simple. Simple for you to remember, simple for you to actually deliver and explain, simple for someone to understand, simple for somebody to say yes. Now the final steps to it is to figure out what your results are that you're gonna deliver to people. So if somebody says yes and receives this master plan, what are they gonna walk away with? And I want you to really be specific and tangible here. And I know sometimes like results is another thing that can trip people up and we will do a whole episode going into this in much more detail. But when you think about tangible results, it doesn't have to necessarily be like, oh, they get a book from me or they get something that they can hold in their hands. We wanna think about tangibly what would be visible as a change. What is different? How, and, and this is really thinking about like before, this was what they looked like. Now, this is what their life looks like. Tangibly, what is the difference? What has changed? Is it the way that they think? So actually, is the tangible thing that you give them a set of tools that is going to actually change, like allow them to think differently in the future? Is that tangible thing a new process that you've installed into their business? Like, what is that tangible thing? What are they physically going to be able to say, I did this, I worked with you, and I have walked away with this. And that thing might also just be knowledge. It might be awareness, but it's still, what we wanna do is get specific in what that is. And then what we wanna do is illuminate how that tangible thing will rip out, ripple out into the rest of their lives. So what is the transformation that they might experience in the rest of their lives because of it? And the final piece, just to wrap this up, is really understanding why now? So this is more important to get clear on if you are somebody that has like an evergreen offer. So it's like open all the time. Uh, so firstly, and again, we're gonna do a future episode on this, but just so that you actually have something to start thinking about at the moment is why should somebody invest in this now? If they can invest in it in two months, why should they invest now versus investing in two months? 
And again, this isn't about trying to convince somebody to invest before they're ready, but more understanding what are the signs that somebody is ready now and how would they be able to even recognize it and actually illuminating for people like if you are in a position to do it, yeah, you could put it off two months, but here's what you might experience if you do carry on delaying. You can really just play with this question in if you had a friend that you were just genuinely having an honest conversation with, what would you say to them about why they should do it now? And also if your kind of response is like, oh, well, you know, they could do it in two months and it makes no difference, then what I would say is you probably haven't got clear enough on your intended audience because your intended audience, your ideal person, is somebody who is ready to invest. So it is somebody who is has enough desire to actually change their situation right now. So the reason they should do it now is really about actually escaping it. Why wait, essentially, is part of that conversation. We'll go into it into a lot more depth later on, like I said, because otherwise this episode will just last forever. Um, and we'll go into depth on all of the different things that I've talked about here today. But what I'm hoping that this episode has done has just started to plant some seeds about things to think about. It's just started to plant some seeds about things for you to actually go and start doing research on, start considering. And like I said, if you're in a position of wanting to just get this sorted so that you can start moving ahead and creating a website page and getting content out there with ease and starting to actually test out whether this, uh, you know, the service that you have in mind will sell before you spend all that energy trying to create it. If you're one of those people, then you might just want to look into the office studio that I have, right? Let's just get it sorted together instead of, you know, having to wait weeks for episodes to come out. But I appreciate not everybody is in that position, which is why I'm creating this podcast episode, which is why I'm giving this information to you guys for free because I want it to be accessible. I want to save as many people a heartbreak of spending hours on offers that ultimately don't sell because they haven't quite figured out why it's relevant to people yet. So all those episodes will be coming to guide you through it because I do completely believe you can do this on your own, right? I'm not here to say you can only do this with me. And I'm also not here to say you need to follow my process to get this done. You might be someone that has the right audience, you know enough about it, you have other things working in your favor or other circumstances, which means that you can pretty much just like go out there messily and be like, I think this, is the people ready for this? You can absolutely do it that way. This process is for people that have maybe tried that before or are feeling overwhelmed by it and are craving a little bit of a step-by-step process and structure to do it in a more methodical, considered, relaxed approach because don't I know, (laughs) that's the way I want to do things. I definitely fall into overwhelm at times. Um, But yeah, when I have a bit of an organization system going on, it soothes my nervous system and I can do things in a more, um, I can still be messy in the way that I get it out there, but I can be messy in terms of the action I'm taking, knowing that it's coming from an actual considered place. So that's all I'm going to say for today's episode. Like I said, depending on when this is out um, and when you're watching it, there might be more resources to actually help you start to unpick some of this in a more um, like DIY approach with that workbook. So do check the, the show notes. Uh, And also just make sure you're subscribed as well so that you can 
dive into all of the different episodes where we'll be going through each of those individual aspects one by one in depth, where I'll be answering all the questions that I know you probably have because I've worked with enough people now to know the roadblocks that come up time and time again. And I can offer you my insight and advice based on all my experience of five plus years of doing this and selling a multitude of offers and working with like over a hundred different brands across like, the count here is a bit out of date, but a last count, which was a couple of months ago, it was across 26 different industries. Um, So yeah, this isn't just me saying, I know how to help coaches. This is a structure that can be applied for anybody who is the heart, soul and face of their business. So yeah, I'll speak to you next time. But in the meantime, go get creative, take messy action, and most of all, don't forget to have fun with it.